Wise Pineapples, welcome to the Juicy Tidbits Podcast, where my mission is to energize you, your team, and your sweet results. I'm your host, Christine Trippi, Chief Fun Officer here at the Wise Pineapple. Today, my brilliant guest star is Kelly Mortimer. Kelly is a leading wedding industry expert, speaker, and trainer. She has spent 20 years in the industry covering destination weddings across the world, including events for celebrities and Her Majesty the Queen. Ooh, ah, fabulous. Her business now helps wedding pros to attract, convert, and book more weddings. I am a member of Kelly's Next Level Club, and I have learned so much about social media, sales, and websites. I know you're going to love her as much as I do. Please welcome Kelly. Hi. Good to see you. Good to see you. Always, you are just such a sunshine. Uh, you are my favorite Brit, and I cannot wait to share your sunshine with all of my uh, wise pineapples. Thank you for being I, here. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you for having me. Uh, I love it. I love it so much. And you look so cute. <laughs> uh, well, I have to know, I was a catering manager once as well. And I'm not, I didn't do it for 20 years, but I was in catering for a while. It was one of my all-time favorite jobs. I love being a catering manager. And I want to know, what was, when you were on property booking events, what was your favorite event to book? I have, I have a feeling I know what you're going to say. <laughs> so my niche was always wedding. So although I have covered uh, an array of events from corporate, social, uh, celebrity, like weddings was always the thing that jumped out for me. And that's why really I then kind of steered my career in that direction. And uh, so yeah, although I've done a little bit of everything, like 90% has always been weddings. That's awesome. Now, I don't know if you can share this. <laughs> I always love to ask the hotel operators um, mm. if they've checked in or who their favorite celebrity they worked with. Do you have a favorite celebrity? I do. I do. So uh, have you heard of the gorgeous Catherine Jenkins? I haven't actually. She is an opera singer, um, but she kind of does mainstream opera. And she actually uh, married one of your USA guys, um, Andrew Levitas. And uh, I hosted their wedding weekend in London. And she was absolutely gorgeous. She is beautiful. They were so in love. They were just the most amazing couple to work with. Oh, that's so cool. I bet you, I'm sure that you have so many memorable weddings of your career. I did it just for maybe four years and I have, I have such a good handful of really unique memories. Uh, the stories event managers can tell, it's like we should all write five books. I know, well, I was going to say, I'm looking forward to your book. <laughs> I can't remember half of it. Everybody told me all through the years, write this stuff down. And I was like, yeah, yeah. And now I can barely remember any of it. I, I know it. Oh my gosh. Well, my favorite celebrity, not the most famous, but my favorite celebrity I ever checked in, and I still have his registration card, is Jay Leno. Ah! Do you know Jay Leno? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, he was the nicest celebrity I've ever met. He was. Oh, uh, I love that. 
Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, a lot of the conversations I'm having with leaders right now is all about actually onboarding because of, mm-hmm. you know, the hiring crisis and whatnot and really making it an experience just like we do for our brides mm-hmm. and whatnot and just making an experience and thinking about it in the associate range. I was wondering, especially since you're from the UK, yeah. do you have, uh, of all the jobs that you started for your first day, do you have any first day really special memories? I do actually. So I don't know if you're familiar with uh, the Hotel Claridge's. It's one of the yes. most famous five-star hotels here in the UK and, and really the world actually. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's kind of where Winston Churchill lived for a while. You know, the, when I did the event for the Queen, it was there. So it's it's one of the oh. top. And uh, actually the onboarding at Claridge's was amazing. And really? so when I joined the team there, one of the things we had to do was we had to spend a whole day in Claridge's kitchen in whites, chopping up food that was really going out to the public. Oh my God. And, and of course, when I saw this on my schedule, I was like, um, you know, you know, I'm in the sales team, right? <laughs> <laughs> like, did you make a mistake? Because, and I worked in hotels for years by the time I got to Claridge's, of course, like they didn't hire me as a rookie, right? And they, this was part of their onboarding. And I was a bit scared. And rightly so. Let me tell you, that was one of the hardest days work I have ever done in my life. It really makes you appreciate them. Whoa. I mean, I loved my chefs before that. I appreciate them and I have respect for them. But let me tell you, that took it to a whole other level. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, that that's really cool. I love I love hearing about that and, and different onboarding experiences, especially taking someone like yourself from another country. And, you know, what's the traditions over there? Mm-hmm. I love that. And and especially for such a fancy place. <laughs> Absolutely. And, and, and it was such a smart thing to do because it allowed us to connect with some of the team in the kitchen to really see how the kitchen ran and let me tell you wow I mean it was it was beautiful it was like a ballet the way it ran it was so professional Um, it was a great experience and actually onboarding such a hot topic and it's something I've been working Mm -hmm. on in my own membership club funny enough so um, I really looked at this uh, a few months back and looked at how I was onboarding my new members into my club and I worked hard on that because I could see the better experience they had in the first month, the more likely they were to stay with me for the long term. And I'm sure that's the same with our new staff members. Exactly. As a matter of fact, I just put out a social media post about the, the stats on that. And mm-hmm. and you're right. And actually, as a member, I have noticed the things you're doing different. And I, I do agree that to have somebody walk you through, here's where everything is. I Spot on. That was awesome. Really great stuff. I love it. Yay! I yeah. got it. approval. I'm happy. I got a gold star today. <laughs> you, you get a gold star every hour. You're amazing. I swear, everybody out there, I just have such worship for for Kelly. She's awesome. Okay, so I want to know what are you learning right now? You're such an expert in your field. Where are you getting uncomfortable right now? <laughs> oh, that is a good question. So I think the reality is once you have the big blocks covered, right? You know how your sales journey works. You know how your marketing works. You know how you're bringing people into your world. You know how you're building your audience. Those big blocks, then it's rare that another big block comes in that you were like, whoa, blindsided. I didn't know that one was there. Because you get to that point, and I think your 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 listeners, your readers will will feel the same in their roles. You know, they know the big blocks that have to happen. And so after that, it's almost like you learn how to do karate, but now you're working toward being a black belt. 
It's yeah. not that there's this big block in karate that you didn't know. It's just that you are uh, finessing and taking it just better and better and more streamlined and sharper and quicker and stronger. And yeah. so I think for me, I am always then re-going through the steps in my own business and, and what I'm doing and saying, okay, how can I do this better? How can I make this work better? And yeah. sometimes it's a shift of 5%. Sometimes it's a shift of 20%. Um, you know, or and we forget there's so many plates spinning. You know, yeah. you've got to post on LinkedIn. You've got to post on Instagram. You've got to be visible in your Facebook group. Uh, you know, you've got to send out emails every week. You've got to make sure your clients are onboarded properly. And, you know, the clients you have right now, you've got to prep for those trades. There's so much. So much. And actually, you know, we can go a few weeks, a few months down the line and then think, oh, I've let that part slip and I need to go back and just make sure that part's working. Right. And especially for our operators out there, that's a, that's a lot of coming out of COVID. Oh, yeah. We spent a year just trying to think, how do I give this patent to somebody without contaminating them? You know, we've had to think through every natural, non-thinkable move. And now we're coming out of all of that. And we need to get back to honing into what we do best at hospitality and, and all that great service. So that's Absolutely. awesome. Well, also for my hoteliers, I'm starting to ask all my guests this, that our travelers. Now, mm -hmm. I know that it's been a while since you've been on the road, but you have been all no, over the No, I'm back on the road. I am oh, back. Yeah, yeah. You do. You do. That's <laughs> awesome. So as an elite member uh, or a frequent traveler, what makes you feel appreciated and feel like um, you're appreciated for your loyalty? Oh, you hotel. I think it's, and again, you know, you know, I've worked in five star hotels for, for kind of half of my 20 year career that the second half, I was really in the, the, the real top luxury end. And it's that um, intuitiveness. So mm -hmm. it's that almost anticipating what, the guest needs before they all they know they need it so mm -hmm. we kind of see this kind of four five star where we're like yeah anything you ask for i'll run and get it and that's lovely but it's that oh you might need this wow mm -hmm. actually i hadn't even realized i was going to need that that's when you really push it up to another level in in my opinion and and mm -hmm. kind of seeing that something's gonna drop before it does and catching it it's it's that being that one step ahead now of course, you need enough team members to do that. And that's a whole nother topic that we could talk about right now. Yes. <laughs> yes. But even using the, the tools that we have mm -hmm. and entering information in it and then running the report on arrival day and, and executing on it oh. is, is amazing. Um, and you know what? If people put things on social media, that is meant for people to share. So I am not above stalking people's Facebook to learn more about them, to, to create a great experience. If you're out there that is if it's out there it's out there for you to see <laughs> yeah absolutely and it's just those small things isn't it that um i was thinking the other day uh i don't know if you're familiar with the balmoral hotel in scotland it's one of the the luxury hotels up there and, and i worked with their team uh on their wedding approach last year and uh when i when i was checking in you know i was just just a guest just checking in ready to work with them the next day and there was just something about the way they helped me from the door and i think he saw my name on my luggage tag from you know i've just got a ba luggage tag with my name on it and by the time we got to the desk he he just said to the 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 lady on the desk oh you know kelly mortimer checking in and i hadn't i hadn't said my name and i know that's such a silly small detail but i was like oh 
wow, okay, that's nice. He knows who I am. He did. It's not, you know, that feeling of we don't know who you are. Who who are you? What's your name? We can't remember you. Right. That attitude just makes people feel so unloved, right? And everybody thinks this is this is so so important to understand. Everybody thinks extraordinary service is about those big, huge amenities and big upgrades and, and wows, those kinds of things that people maybe post on social media about. But really extraordinary service is about taking average and being 10% better than average, but all the time. Yeah. That consistency in exceptional service, that that the, the smile, the please, the thank you, mm-hmm. it's that stuff all the time, consistently throughout the team. And and if you look at the word extraordinary, it's ordinary with a little extra. <laughs> it's so true. Yes. And look how I remember that experience from a year ago. And you know, yeah. I'm in a hotels like you are, week in week out. And mm. it's that small detail that I remember that the the doorman had simply. Uh, read my name off my luggage tag instead of it's like sometimes you go into a property and I'm sure none of our clients but you know they almost make you feel like we don't know who you are you're going to need to tell us everything fill out every form tell me everything because I have no clue who you are and I'm so busy that I don't have the time to work this out right that kind of attitude right and I don't care I'm just a clerk taking information yeah exactly you're so spot on I absolutely love that Because sometimes people will say it's the upgrade or it's the this, but I love that you really recognize it's that small, little, extraordinary consistency and uh, 10% average. Well, Kelly, I know you have so much to share with everybody. And each episode is a quick, juicy tidbit of inspiration to help leaders to be confident, empowered, or to lead from the heart. And I think today you are talking about being empowered to book more weddings. True? I am. That's right. That is my secret ninja skill, to yes. <laughs> and, and you and you really do have secret ninja skills, girl. <laughs> well, okay, I, I'm gonna take a word from you, Kelly. Are you ready to get cracking? <laughs> okay, I'm gonna turn it over to you to share with our awesome uh wise pineapples out there. Okay, guys, so I'm gonna share three wins three things for you to focus on to actually drive more wedding business and convert more wedding business so i could share 200 things but i don't want to overwhelm you i'm going to share just three so if you're listening to this grab a pen grab a piece of paper i promise you i'm going to be giving you some super juicy tips for you to take away so the first thing i want to share with you is that when i go to work with a hotel group or a venue or property what i find is that almost all of them who are struggling to drive more inquiries into the business is one thing that they all have in common this is 99% of the time and i want you to really listen here one of the biggest problems is their imagery so it's not the property, it's not the hotel that's the problem, it's the sales and marketing imagery that isn't doing justice to what we need it to do. So a couple of things we can do on this. The first thing is stop relying on real life wedding couples to provide sales and marketing uh, imagery for us. When was the last time for your hotel website or brochure, you actually went to a previous guest and said, uh, hey, Mr. Smith, could we please take the photos from your vacation so that we can use those on our website? No, no way, right? You're never going to do that. But yet for weddings, 
we go to our couples and we say, hey, Bob and Bill, can we please take your wedding photos and use them in our brochure to sell more weddings? No, no, no. So this is the first thing. Look at your images. We need to do a proper photo shoot. You need to style the space. And here is the uh, bombshell. Don't just show them what's included. Don't just show them what's included. We want to show them how your rooms can look at their best. Dress them to their best. Show what's possible. Even if those things are upgrades and things that will cost them extra, we are not lying. We are not cheating. What we are showing is what is possible. We are inspiring your couples. Now, today's wedding couple, they are Instagram savvy. If your spaces do not look Instagrammable, they're going to move right on. So number one of three is fresh look at your images. We need a photo shoot. We need images that sell. We need to use not real images, but photo shoot images and put things that are Instagrammable. That is the first thing. Your images will drive more business and more conversion, more inquiries into your property. Okay. The second thing is today's wedding couples are time poor. They are time poor. So if we are still living in a world where we expect them to pick up the phone, send us an email, uh, wait for the brochure to arrive 24 hours later into our inbox, then we are losing business, losing business. We need to streamline our sales journey and we need to make it the fewest clicks, fewest clicks possible. What do I mean by that? When they land on your website, we need them to be able to see all of the space. This is how your ceremony could look. This is how your wedding dinner could look. This is where your guests are gonna party. This is the bar they're gonna stand at when they have their champagne. We need to take them through the journey. And then instead of them having to click to inquire or click to speak to the team or pick up the phone to speak to the team, we need a one-click book a tour. I know they're not going to book a wedding straight without seeing you. Of course not. But one click to book a tour. When they are sitting at home on their sofa next to each other and they land on your website and it's got everything they love and they see the pricing and they see the images and they know, you know what, this is a good fit for us. We are ready to come and view and meet the team. We need a one click to book a tour. And you can do this easily with free scheduling tools that you will find online. My personal favorite is Calendly. Calendly. Uh, that's my personal favorite, but there's hundreds of them. And these are free scheduling tools where you can add links to your website, pop up calendars, and people can book straight in for their tour with the parameters that you set in that schedule. And then you turn up to work the next day and boom, you've got a venue tour booked in. You know the couple's name, you know their email address, they come in Saturday at two o'clock. And that's it. You didn't even have to do the hard work. So I really recommend number two out of three is that you get a really clean sales journey, which includes a one-click book a tour that pops open with a scheduler. Okay, so we've talked about images and we've talked about a really easy way to move people to a venue tour. The third thing I want to talk to you about is the way you lay out your pricing. Firstly, put your pricing on your website. Put your, don't argue with me. <laughs> Studies and research shows that today's wedding couple expect to see pricing on the website. Again, if we are imagining they're going to pick up the phone, send us an email, do the extra legwork, do the extra effort, then we are losing business. So the first thing is we know it has to go on the website. The second thing is how do we price it so that we're not losing customers? Because I know right now you're going... But Kelly, if I put the prices out there and then they don't 
suit their budget or they don't understand the value? Okay, that's a second question. So the way we put the pricing on the website is that we show a low, medium, and high package option. So then we are covering as much of the market as possible. If you just put out there one price, I agree, one price on your website, that's gonna be a disaster because you're only gonna attract the people who fit that one price point. So what we want are a low, mid, and VIP price point options. So we're covering a huge percentage of the market. We're gonna show what's included in those three price points. And so, as your wedding couple sit at home, 9 p.m. Uh, on a Tuesday evening, and they've got Netflix on, and they've got the laptop open, and they're clicking three venues, not only can they see your gorgeous images, not only do they know when they're ready, they just click one button, but they can also see that they have options within a price bracket. So they feel comfortable and ready to click that button that says book a tour because they can see that you are within their budget. Now, because you have shown low, mid and super high price points, you are going to attract much more of the market and higher spend couples. Because let's face it, if your couple has 40 grand, 40,000 to spend on a wedding and you're only showing a price point of 20,000, they're probably gonna move on because they're not gonna believe that you can, sh you can actually deliver that kind of level of wedding. So by putting out those three price points, you're gonna help people to move forward to click a button that says book at all. You're gonna help them to know they're in the right place and you're going to start to connect and attract those higher spend couples. So. Work out, are you using images that attract that are Instagrammable? If not, get a photo shoot in the diary. Use a scheduler so that people can book a tour easily without going back and forth on email. And three, get your prices on your website and use three price points, low, medium, and VIP. Okay, those are my three juicy tidbits for you today. Woo! Give everybody, wherever you are, give Kelly a big whoop whoop. <laughs> big thumbs up. <laughs> you, I mean, just literally in that four minutes, the amount of value you just gave to people is astronomical. You are so phenomenal. I just have such worship for you. <laughs> Thank you. And I have taken so much of these tips uh, for myself. I use Calendly now, uh, which is amazing. And it's such a time saver. Right? Who, who struggles with time in our properties? Everyone. Yeah. And Calendly will save you and your couple's time. Yes. And every proposal I put out, I always have three options to yes. get me one to if you if this is all you've got. I know I'm kind of like that myself. I, I'm like usually option one. <laughs> um, but I, you know, you get a little taste of the of the wise pineapple. Then I've got your your middle one. And then I always have, you know, here's what we can dream up. You yes. know, yes, yes. So, so even though I'm not in the quote unquote wedding business, it's I learned so much from Kelly and I just, I just thank you so much for being in the world, giving your energy. Uh, now, Kelly, yes. you know that I am the director of fun. <laughs> oh my God. I, I feel like gunk's going to fall on my head. <laughs> Luckily, yeah, luckily you're in the UK, so I can't do that. I mean, I don't trust it just because we're in a different country. You wouldn't, you wouldn't manage to find a way, right? Yes, yes, yes. You are actually right about that. Um, but what I have baked up for you, usually I ask a fun question or a little trivia, kind of fun thing, little game. But um, for you, because you're such a wedding specialist, I have a little wedding trivia for you. Are you oh, ready? Yes! To take the challenge? 
<laughs> I want to I wanna put a caveat here. I am a wedding sales ninja, right? I don't have to sell weddings really well. <laughs> yes, this is all in fun because I am a, a fun gal. So, okay, are you ready? Okay. Yeah. okay. Okay. Awesome. Now, um, for uh, those of you who are just listening or if you're watching on YouTube, I'm going to pop up the trivia and then I'll pop it down when uh, Kelly responds. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. And I'm going to read it out for everybody as well. Okay. Question number one, engagement and wedding rings are worn on the fourth finger of the left hand because it was once thought that a vein in the finger led directly to a, the mind, B, the heart, or C, Mr. Happy? Oh, I think this is the heart. It is! <laughs> I thought for sure you were going to say Mr. Happy. No. <laughs> we're getting a little, we're, uh, this whole little trivia is going to be a little, um, a little saucy for the morning. <laughs> it's the afternoon here. We're 10 to 4 in the afternoon in the UK, so we get away with it. That's right. Okay. We're ready for champagne. All yeah. right. Question number two. Queen Victoria's wedding cake weighed a whopping 75 pounds, B, 150 pounds, C, 1,000 pounds, or D, 300 pounds? I'm going to go for 150. It was 300 pounds. <laughs> That's crazy, right? <laughs> That's a lot of cake. That's a lot of damn cake. All right, here we go. Question number three. Middle Eastern brides paint henna on their hands and feet to protect themselves from A, getting pregnant on the wedding night, B, getting divorced, C, the evil eye, or D, their mother-in-law. Oh, my God. I should know this. I really should know this. I'm going for the evil eye. You are correct. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, I love that. Okay, last question. Number four. Men who blank their wives in the morning are said to live five years longer than those who don't. Is it A, kiss, B, make whoopee too, or C, say I love you too? I mean, it could be all three, let's be honest. Because like if my husband doesn't say he loves me in the morning, he's going to die early, right? Like I'm just going to kill him. Uh, okay, let's go for B. B, wait, what was B? Meg, what B? <laughs> it's actually A. <laughs> but you are right. I'm sure that a husband would love I was thinking longer. about the extra, you know, uh, uh, workout in the morning. Exactly. Get that heart pumping. <laughs> and then for you, I have a question. I want to know, what was your first dance song at your wedding? Oh, um, oh, my goodness. So it was... Um, Candy Staten. Oh my god, I can't remember. <laughs> it's the James Bond film, Baby oh, You're Best. I know I know I'm a dancer, not a singer, right? So um, but nobody does it better. Baby, you're the best. It's that one. Yes, word. yes, I I know exactly. That's a good one. That's a good one. Ours was um uh oh, it was from Casablanca. Um um oh my god, well, I'm drawing a blank now too. <laughs> Um, Why do you think I'm going to tell you what our entrance song was, though? Okay. Because it actually had something made up for us. Uh, so, you know, when everybody's gone in, been called in for dinner, and uh, the bride and groom, you know, parents come in, and then bride and groom comes in uh, after. And we did, we wanted to do something fun. And uh, so what I did was I had, you remember the A-Team in the 80s? 
So we had that, but I had one of my colleagues who was very good at this stuff um, take the words off and replace them with words about my husband and I. And so it was the 18 theme tune with our own work. Cause you know, they talk over it. They're like, and then once in the jungle, these guys were the 18, right? And so it was like, if you want champagne, then you need to go to the Mortimer's house. I can't even remember the words now, um, but it was so fun. And as we came in, it was like the 18 theme tune, but it was our kind of like little story. I love that so much. That's so cute. How long have you been married now? Not long. So I was far too busy getting everybody else married. So yeah. I didn't get married until 2016. Oh. Uh, my husband when I was 35. We got married when I was 37. I had my son when we were 38. That's awesome. That's I'm awesome. 42 now. So it's, it's um, yeah, I was far too busy running around the world, getting everybody else married uh, before it was my turn. Well, that's the way to do it. You know, well, I, I'm doing exactly the opposite. I got married super young at 22. I had my first son as Spencer at 25. And now I'm running all around the world. Yeah. <laughs> Love so it. I'm yeah. Done. yeah. We're going to be married 30 years this year. What? Yes. Crazy. So crazy. So crazy. Well, Kelly, tell everybody where they can connect with you. I know you have an awesome free source for everybody. Tell yeah. them all about that good stuff. Okay, so two things. One, come and join me over on Instagram. Uh, nice and easy. It's wedding underscore Kelly. Do you say underscore in the States for that, yes. that hyphen at the bottom? Yes, <laughs> wedding underscore Kelly. So that's nice and easy to find me on Insta. Um, I'm always putting behind the scenes in my stories and sharing tips. Uh, and also, if you go to my website, kellymortimer.com, and I say uh, it's it's Mortimer with an R on the end, even though I say Mortimer. Mortimer. <laughs> with an R when you're spelling it, Mortimer. Uh, KellyMortimer.com. And you will always find a free download. And right now there is one, which is five ways to convert more weddings this week. So that is a free download on my website, KellyMortimer.com. Uh, and join me on Insta, wedding underscore Kelly. That's awesome. And I will put all of your information in the show notes too, so that everybody can grab that. Now, Kelly, as you know, I have a lot of energy just like you. We're, we're like two peas in a pod. <laughs> and I end every huddle. I, I wanted this to be like a huddle. Today was a little bit longer because Kelly just has so much to give and I just love her so much. I knew you would too. I didn't want to deprive you. Um, but I end every huddle with great energy because when you do that, that's how you start every Wednesday. And I love it. So we're going to end every one of these shows with great energy. And I know you have a phrase of the day, which was? Make it easy to buy. Yes, easy to buy. I love it. So uh, we're going to put our hands in. And I'm well, Kelly, why don't you count us down? And on three, wherever you are listening, whether it's your office, the bathroom, the road, wherever you are, I want you to join us in this end of huddle. Okay, Kelly, count us down. Three, two. One. <laughs> I love you so much, Kelly. Thank you for being here and energizing my wise pineapples. They appreciate it. Thank you so much. Thank you. Have a great day.